guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. Last week I went through a section 3 of the listening test and I outlined 10, actually I said 8 but now I've got 10, 10 um, key words or signals or signposts in part 3 particularly um, that will help lead you to the answer. They're very, very clear structured signposts. And if you look at my website now, I've written all of those up. So on my website, in the blog, you'll see that there are 10 signals or signposts um, that will help you. And I'm going to run through those today as a kind of review. And remember that listening was all about Sandy. But today, to kind of consolidate and to look at how that works in other examples, I'm going to do a very, very similar part three from book nine, um, just to show you how similar the structure is for both and for many more. So with a Sandy listening, she was talking to her tutor about a dissertation and it's exactly the same in the one that we're going today do today except the the speaker the tu the student is called Caroline Caroline Benning <laughs> um in the sandy one uh there were 10 signals or signposts that i pointed out so do have a look at my website for this so you can see them written down more clearly than me just reading them out but basically the first one was emphasis emphasis is when you change the word order of the sentence um, to emphasize something so instead of saying i decided to look through catalogues she said what i decided to do was to look through catalogues. So that emphasis, the tone of voice, it kind of slows down and it tells you that the answer's coming at the end. It's also really useful for task two writing. I put it in complex sentences, um, in my blog about complex sentences, because it helps you, um, yeah, give strength to your arguments. You can use it in speaking. Uh, what really annoys me about people who drop litter is, for example, um, you know, depending on the topic, you can adapt it. Um, so that's all about emphasis. And it also comes in the tutor's voice. The tutor says, what I think you should do next is, so you know the answer's coming. Number two is all about ordering and numbering. We saw this very clearly in the Sandy listening, where they start by saying, okay, there are three main points. First of all, blah, blah, blah. And that helps you keep your place. It also works a lot in um, the section four lecture type listening, um, where you have gap fills or tables. And they say, first of all, secondly or the second suggestion so you can see where you are the third point is fillers so this is where they say well now so um things like that to tell you um that they're moving to the answer or where they say right great to tell you that they finished that particular question uh, it comes up a lot in section four again uh, where they say, so what was the answer? 
or what, what, what questions did they ask? Um, usually starts with so. Um, number four is questions themselves. So in last week's, she said, when do you want this done by? And that was a gap fill for two answers, actually. Um, the question led you to the answer. There was also, so what shall I call this? What title shall I give it? So literally questions leading you to the answer. Number five was less less obvious, a bit more subtle. Um, when tutors are giving feedback, they tend to give you the positive news first, just to give you a bit of encouragement. They tend to say nice things first. Um, so in Sandy's example, we saw lots where the tutor said, oh, that's really great, that's really good. But, and then there's a tone of voice shift and they say, but I'd like you now to do a bit more on something. So the negative language after the positive language is usually what needs work. Um, and in, in many cases, that's where the answer is. Similarly, in number six, I talked about negative tones. Um, last week, Sandy hadn't been able to read something. So that was all in the negative language and tones. And she said, but I'm afraid I didn't manage to. So but is negative. I'm afraid is negative. Didn't manage to is negative, um, leading you to the answer. Number seven, I talked about how nine out of ten of last week's examples, the answer that went into the gap fill was actually the last word in the sentence. Now, this makes perfect sense. That's how English grammar works, leading towards the main information being at the end of the sentence. Whereas in German, for example, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, um, they say blah, 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 the, the food eaten. So the verb comes at the end and not the main idea of the sentence. Um, so nine out of 10 of last week's examples were like that. Uh, number eight is coming from the tutor. The tutor, of course, will make suggestions. The tutor will say, what I think you should do is, or if I were you, I'd, and there's a lot of would, um, I would do this next. So the language of suggestion um, for number eight. Number nine is when the tutor who is managing the conversation introduces the new points with expressions such as, OK, let's start by blah, 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 or changing the conversation by saying as regards something else or as far as something else is concerned or when it comes to something else. And again, this is all integrated into your writing um, or even your speaking, this kind of language uh, when you're changing um, uh, the, the topic or um, even in task one academic, when you're looking at different aspects of a chart, you're saying, now let's look at the second chart. So this is all integrated, which is, of course, why my Members Academy um, analyzes all four skills so that you're working on all of these at the same time and learning one in order to use it for everything else. And finally, number 10 is more related to section four lecture style when they 
give what is called a rhetorical question. As I mentioned earlier, in lectures they tend to ask themselves questions in order to answer them. So they say, so what was the solution to this problem? Well, and then the answer comes next. So hopefully you'll be able to identify some of those signals and signposts in the listening that we're going to do today. Um, One or two of you have said to me, well, how can I do this if I can't actually see the listening or the questions? Well, of course you can. I put all of this into my members academy. All you have to do is join and you'll get access to every single one that I've done for the last two years. So it's a huge bonus of being in the academy. Um, I put a lot of work into them. So I feel that if people are paying for that, they should get the benefit of it. Um, However, the aim of the podcast is just for listening, for you to be able to study while you're on the go, while you're cooking, driving, working. Um, That is the aim of my podcast. But if you want more in-depth and you want to see more progress, then that is the aim of the Members Academy. Okay, let's start. So for this one, we don't know what the dissertation topic is. That is the first gap. The first gap says the something. But it's all about strengths and weaknesses and benefits and problems. Um, The whole thing is about that. Of course it is because it's advice from a tutor. The first thing we're looking at is two strengths and two weaknesses. So, um, first of all, let's find out what the dissertation topic is. And it starts with the general introduction. Ah, Caroline, come on in. Come on in. Sit down. Thanks. How's the dissertation planning going? Well, Dr. Shulman... I'm still having a lot of trouble deciding on a title. Well, that's perfectly normal at this stage. And this is what your tutorials will help you to do. Right. What we'll do is jot down some points that might help you in your decision. First of all, you have chosen your general topic area, haven't you? Okay, so even there, you can see it's slowing down. You can see the emphasis. What we'll do is jot down some points. That's the emphasis. First of all, he says, that's the numbering. First of all, you have chosen your general topic area, haven't you? There's a question. The answer, she says, yes, it's the fishing industry. Okay, you are allowed how many words? Two words. So the answer is the fishing industry. Don't write the because they wrote the for you. Okay, then the tutor says, oh yes, that was one of the areas you mentioned. Now, what aspects of the course are you good at? So you've got a filler there. Now, what aspects of the course are you good at? There's the question. And that is our next gap, strengths. Caroline says, well, I think I'm coping well with statistics. 
So see the slowing down filler again? She says, well, I think I'm coping well, means I'm good at, with statistics. And statistics is the answer. The tutor says, good. Anything else? Well, I found computer modelling fascinating. I have no problem following what's being taught, whereas quite a few of my classmates find it difficult. So this could be confusing um, because she says computer modelling as well, but that is written for you. They wrote computer modelling as the second bullet point. So there's two things she's good at, statistics and computer modelling. And see how the tutor finishes off that point. The tutor says, well, that's very good. And now we're looking for weaknesses. So they give us two bullet points. The first weakness, lack of background information. And the second weakness is poor something skills. So again, notice the question leads you to the answer. The tutor says, do you think these might be areas you could bring into your dissertation? Oh yes, if possible. It's just that I'm having difficulty thinking how I can do that. You see, I feel I don't have sufficient background information. So that's the first one, lack of background information. And do notice the phrase having difficulty thinking as uh, something I covered on Instagram last week, ing verbs, very common in IELTS, having problems doing something, having difficulty doing something, having a hard time doing something. Very important in section three. So what are we waiting for? Well, we're waiting for a question for the second bullet point. The tutor asks the question, I see. Well, do you take notes? Caroline says, I'm very weak at note taking. So you have the gap, poor something skills. The answer is note taking skills. Note taking has a hyphen. So technically it's one word, but it doesn't matter here because you're allowed two words. But notice again, the something I dealt with last week on Instagram, I'm very weak at, plus ing. ing forms like nouns, you could say I'm weak at maths, or I'm weak at doing maths, uh, at the preposition gives you the ing. Okay, and that is where there's a pause. Um, she says, I need to work on these weaknesses before you go any further. Sorry, the tutor says that. And Caroline says, what do you suggest? And then there's a pause before we go on to the second half. Okay, sorry about that. I couldn't get it to pause. So, uh, so in the second half, we've got a table with three columns, exactly the same as with Sandy. 
The first column is possible strategies. Second column is the benefits, the good things about the strategies. And the third column is about the problems about the strategies. So we're looking for three possible strategies. Each one has a benefit and each one has a problem. The first possible strategy is given to us. It's the peer group discussion. We're looking for the benefits and it says it increases and gap number 24. So the tutor says, well, again, well, the filler, I can go through the possible strategies with you and let you decide where to go from there. Okay, thanks. Well, some people find it helpful to organise peer group discussions. You know, each week a different person studies a different topic and shares it with the group. Oh, right. So that signals the end of that first column, the strategy. Then the tutor says, it really helps build confidence. That's it. It helps build confidence. So 24 was it increases and the word is confidence. Notice they like E-N-C-E nouns and A-N-C-E nouns. So things like independence, confidence, um, they like to test your spelling of those. So get a list of those and review them. Now we're looking for the problems. It says dissertations tend to contain the same something. So listen for the emphasis in the tutor's voice. The tutor says the drawback is that everyone in the group seems to share the same ideas. They keep being repeated in all the dissertations. So the main thing there was the same. It's the same word in the text and in the listening. Everyone seems to share the same ideas. So ideas comes at the end of the sentence. It's plural and that is answer 25. When you go to 26, we're back to the strategies and it says use the something service. So Caroline says, okay, that's the end of that. And you know you're moving on. Now there's language of suggestion. The tutor says, you could also try a service called student support. That's it. Language of suggestion. You could try a service called student support. Um, in the in the space then use the student support service that's easy then it gives you the benefit it's designed to give you a structured program over a number of weeks to develop your skills and caroline says sounds good that finishes that column in the benefits and then the tutor says so we're looking for problems listen for the negative tone the negative introduction yes Unfortunately, there are only a few places. So the problem gap was limited something. And the answer is places, only a few places. Um, and then he says there are several study skills books you can consult. And she says, right, which means that's the end of that. 
So finally, we're going to the last two spaces. And they are about recommendations and the next tutorial date. Well, if you listen to last week's, you'll know what will happen for the next tutorial date. It's exactly the same. But let's look at the recommendations. There are two bullet points. The first one says use a card index. So this was very similar to last week where you just had to listen for that one. I'm sure he said organize it by using a card index last week too. I'll check. Um, so you have to listen for a while, he says. Um, what does he say? Hang on. Oh, no, did I do that one? Sorry, I think I missed 27, limited. No, I'm so sorry. Right, so then is the third column, third strategy. He says, consult study skills books. The benefits, they are a good source of reference. So then he says the problems, they can be to something. So remember he said there are several study skills books you can consult. They'll be a good source of reference. But the problem is, that's the introduction, the negative language, the emphasis. The problem is they are sometimes too general. So your answer is too general. They give you two, so just put general. And she says, yes, that's what I found. So that is the end of the table. Then he talks about the other suggestions, like we just said, about the card index. The tutor says, other than that, I would strongly advise quite simple ideas like using a card index. She says, well, yes, I've never done that before. He says it's simple, but it really works because you have to get points down in a small space. Then he says... Another thing I always advise is, so there's the emphasis, another thing I always advise is, don't just take your notes and forget about them. Read everything three times. And that's the space. 29 says read all notes and the answer is three times. That's it. So next, we're just listening for the end. There's the next tutorial date. Um, so it talks quite a lot. It says, blah, 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 study skills, discipline, blah, blah, blah. And then the tutor says, well, we'll be continuing these tutorials, of course. Let's arrange. Now, there's the signal. Let's arrange next month's now. Let's see. I can see you virtually any time during the week starting 22nd of January. Caroline says, what about the 24th? I'm free in the afternoon. The tutor says, sorry, I'm booked then. What about the following day? Caroline says, Thursday, I can make the morning. Tutor says, fine, we'll go for the 25th then. Caroline says, that's great, thanks. So nothing tricky there, just the usual distractors that you get in the listening. So we heard the 24th, but the final fine, we'll go for the 25th then, were signals that it's the 25th 
that is the answer. So that is it. I hope that has confirmed for you because I do analyse a lot of these listenings and I do try to find patterns because ultimately patterns will save you time. Um, Instead of just doing random tests, um, listening to them, checking your answers and not really learning anything from them, um, this is giving you strategic, um, very clear and obvious examples that, that repeat themselves over and over again. So there is evidence that they do use these strategies and so should you. Um, so if you'd like more strategies like this, I tend to keep them all in the Members Academy um, and as I've said before, that's where you'll get a lot more practice and a lot of me pointing things out to you that you maybe didn't notice, didn't realise, things that could be making a huge difference to your score. So yes, you can carry on getting my free YouTube videos and everything else that you can get on the website, or you can decide to do some intensive work and get to your goal much more quickly by joining my academy, which of course is what I would recommend. All right, thanks for listening again today. Hope that's been helpful. Um, Get the the 10 tips on my website and keep listening because I've got a few more up my sleeve. Thanks very, very much for listening. Let me know if you have any questions and um, I'll speak to you next week. Okay, bye-bye.